Crosswinds family and friends, welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast, the lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and Sheldon Boyce, our assistant producer, for all the work they do to make sure these podcasts come out each and every Friday. If you want to learn more about this podcast or anything Crosswinds Church related, head on over to our website at crosswinds.church. Well, I'm excited uh, to be sitting across the table uh, from Ryan Samuels. He's our student pastor. Uh, and as we talk about kicking off the fall, mm-hmm. um, you know, students uh, um, getting back to school. And, and, and the reality of it is summer can be a, a sort of a crazy Hectic uh, and, and fun time, mm-hmm. um, but where some of our schedules sort of go here and there, right? Where, by w- what the weather is, you know, um, uh, that all of a sudden we head into the school year and we realize it's a time where routine starts yeah. to kick in again. Now Ryan's been our student pastor uh, for the past four to five months, yep. yep. And so this summer was his first summer as a student pastor. He has survived it. Survived it. I'm and, alive, and he's alive and doing well. Um, but as we head into this, you know, turn the corner and start heading into yeah. the school year, um, what would you share to to students, parents, um, people who know students, yeah. about the student ministry? I would say, um, well, first off. One of the big things that we're hoping to kind of launch off in this upcoming fall uh, here in a, in, a, in a couple of weeks is the thought of what it looks like to partner with parents. Now, for students, um, the content, I guess we should say, is going to be relatively similar. You know, we're gonna you're gonna come. We're gonna have some some game time, some fun time. Now, some things are going to maybe look a little bit different from uh, years past, but. Um, they can still come and expect, you know, a small group time, a message time, some worship time, and and some game time and hangout time. But one of the big, big things that we're really pushing for in this upcoming fall is what it looks like to partner with parents. Um, because the way we see it is parents are so involved in the students. And we've talked about this a couple of times before, but we only get students for two and a half hours a week. Um, and that's if they're consistent. And... When we look at how best can we equip and empower our students, we should also be in the same terms. How can we best equip and empower our parents also? Because it is a partnership. You're, when the parent sends the student to, to student ministry or, however, in my case, when I went to student ministry, I didn't have a parent sending me. Um, they just allowed you to go. They just allowed right? me to go. There was, still a, there was still a moment of a parent saying, I'm entrusting yeah. the care of of whoever is leading this ministry or whoever is pouring into my kid, uh, I entrust the care of them to you for two and a half hours a week. And, and so you and your team take that very seriously. We take it really, really seriously, and and the to the point where we've acknowledged and realized that we need to be partnering more with parents. And are we ever going to perfect the partnering with parents? Probably not, but when we look at what our fall looks like for students and and for parents and I think we want to have a more intentional and holistic approach to what ministry looks like outside of a Wednesday night. And so, you know, that's, you know, we've this summer we've had a couple of opportunities for our parents to come in and sit down and and hear and and experience what the students are going to be 
uh, hearing in student ministry this upcoming fall and into the into the winter and into the spring. And yeah, it's going to touch on some real world situations and hot topics that, to be fair, these students are hearing in their everyday walks of life anyways. And so we've... But they're not necessarily hearing it from a Christian perspective. Correct. And so, you know, we're trying to partner with the parents and bring them in. And we've, we've brought them in a couple of times to hear from, you know, um, Bridget Heap and some stories about, you know, what, what is the school talking about, about identity and about some hot button topics of, you know, LGBTQ plus and identity and what does a healthy relationship look like? And what does even uh, just a healthy person look like in, 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 in their relationship with Jesus? And so, we partner alongside parents this summer doing that, trying to kind of set the foundational groundwork to to do that. And in the fall, you know, it's going to look, it's going to be trial and error, let's be honest, because it's something that we're just implementing. And so being able to maybe, you know, give more specific emails or give some more specific handouts or even down to uh, in, let's see, in like 12 days on the 13th of September here, we're going to have um, an open house for our parents to come in and they're going to be able to meet their small group, uh, their teens, small group leaders, and just kind of be able to be a part and see what is done on a Wednesday night. Because some parents have never even stepped foot in the building on a Wednesday night when they get to see what our students are doing. So with that... And you have some parents who have never stepped foot on the campus. Correct. Some parents... Their, kid, their children are coming. Their teens are coming. Yeah, but they uh, but they haven't come not. yet. Yeah, and so we're going to invite them in. We're going to let them see. But in that, share with the students that like, hey, don't be surprised that if your parents are starting to ask you, hopefully, and and how we do this, we're still looking for how to do. But don't be surprised if your parents are asking you a key question about the series or about the sermon each week. Or don't be don't be shocked about it because we're trying to. Figure out how the—I don't know if the if I could say the goal is to help change the worldview of a student. That's the hope. Yeah. Um, because they're being presented, or at least conform the conform their worldview around God's yes. worldview. Yeah. And so you know, but that can't be done in two and a half hours. It can't. Right. Um, and so the impact that we want to have is to be able to partner alongside parents and say, "Look, you have a majority of the time with them." And so how best can we partner alongside each other? And so the hope is that it's a the hope is that it's a trickle down effect. Obviously, we want to empower our leaders to be able to pour into our students even more, but we also want to that do, it shouldn't just stop there. Yeah. So it needs to be an, a, a top down thing. And so we're trying to give more and more to our parents uh, in the terms of content that we're talking about. And even with we talked about this summer, you know, some of those hot topic issues, even just bringing the parents in. You know, the week before, two weeks before we even get into that series to, you know, get some more in-depth dive on what the specific topics are that we're covering each week. Each of our series are going to be four weeks long, and so we'll have four big main ideas that the parents are going to be able to look through. And obviously, with parents, they may come in with some some good questions, and they, I would hope that they sure. would come in with good questions. But, you know, being able to take the time that we've done to to help lead into that well, instead of just surprise, you know, because it seems like what's happening right now is schools are just surprising. Yeah. Surprise, we're talking about this. Um, and the parents don't know. Right. And so that's 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 really the big main... Being proactive. Proactive. And, uh, you know, whether it be a parent, whoever the caregiver is, knowing whoever it is. What, what's what's being taught and, and so how for, they can be involved. And so for what's going to look different on, on the student's perspective is, 
Yeah, the hope is that you're engaging in more conversations outside of a Wednesday night with your parents. So you're saying to the students who may be listening, be ready for that. Yeah, be ready because it's not it, – it takes – for one student, it takes a village, you know, to raise them in, you know, to raise them in Christ. It does. And so that's why when we dedicate a child – you know, when they're so young, we invite the whole church yes, into make partner a commitment to the family us. as well. Yeah, that so child and the family. It's that same mindset with, with the family. Yeah, for those of so. you who don't know what he's referring to, when we do child dedication here, the parents dedicate the, the child to the Lord, saying that we're going to raise it. We want to raise a, ch- a child in a way that honors God. But we as a church family on that same time stand up and, and uh, make a commitment that we are going to come alongside that family and be role models and help them as they do that as well. And so, you know, equating that to student ministry, it's not that the student ministry sort of just ministers to students. They minister to students and, and their caregivers, or their yeah. parents, their grandparents, whoever happens to be the person who's who's primarily pouring into their life. Um, and so I'm excited about what you're doing yeah. there. One of the statements you'll hear if you're around Crosswinds for a while, especially on Sunday morning, we say we gather to scatter. Yeah. And so, you know, we come together to put the glory of God on display. But w- while we're doing that, the things that are that are happening on a Sunday morning are to prepare us as we scatter into community. Number one, to be fortified against the things in culture that may want to cause us to stray mm-hmm. away from the things of God, but also to make an impact. In other words, not to allow culture to impact us, but for us to impact culture and people and so forth. And, and, and you know, we talk about it a lot on Sunday morning, but really the honest truth is anytime we gather, that's our statement. Like if yeah. it's a one-on-one gathering, we gather to scatter. If it's a small group gathering, we gather to scatter, large group. And so when we think about what you're doing here and in, in involving the parents on a student ministry night, it, it, it's really just honestly saying we're gathering to scatter. Yeah. And, and as we're scattered, as they're, as they're out and about, that the parents have such a, a larger role or the caregiver has such mm-hmm. a larger role in making that investment. So when they're heading off to school, when they're heading off with their friends, when they're heading off to do whatever, mm-hmm. um, that they're they're fortified, that they're able to, to, to go into the culture. Yeah. And when the culture is heading in a different direction they should go, they head the right way. And they have a and another important thing I think is um, as parents are involved, they get to have fellowship of other parents, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the students have fellowship of other students. It yep. just it just creates that family, um, the the forever family that we're yeah. a part of in Jesus Christ to encourage each other and help each other as we uh, as we move forward in Christ. Yeah, and when you when you think about it, like if you think about just one student and the and the amount of the amount of we'll say just relationships in general the amount of relationships and people that they come in contact with every single day or we'll even take every single year which is a much much broader spectrum but like between schools and uh or being in school and being on sports teams and being in extracurricular activities like they are probably, and I'll, I'll make a generalized statement. They're probably seeing or interacting with more and more non-believers than just a normal adult. You know, and I don't know. I can't give you a statistic, but I mean, when I was in high school, I had three thousand people in my school. So on top of that, I also had friends from other schools, and then I also was on a travel football team, and then I also did a different thing at the Y. So like there was a lot of people I were coming into contact to that knowing as if we're gathering to scatter to be everyday missionaries in our everyday mission field, that does not that doesn't begin when you turn 18. 
You know, that yes, doesn't, that's right. it, it, it's, it's a part of their every single day life. And when you, when you take that and you really think about the whole idea of what it means for a student to be a missionary, it means that they're going where they're hanging out, where they're spending time. And a lot of them are spending eight hours, you know, six to eight hours a day in school for uh, 10 months of the year. And so that's, that you can't, we can't accomplish that. We can't say, hey, go be missionaries in your everyday mission field when we only get two and a half hours with them. Right. But on the flip side, um, you know, there's a ton of things that you, you mentioned, even in your own life at that age, but there's a ton of things that students can be involved in. And, um, you know, one of the, I know the challenges of student ministry is that students, you know, especially as they get older. So you start with your junior high, work in the high school, but as they get older, they're involved in work and all those things. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy for student ministry to not be a priority. But why? What would you say to parents and students who are listening to us to say this is why I would make uh, student ministry night a priority? I think I'm, I'm approaching it from the point of view of a parent. Student ministry has the potential, and I can actually give statistics here. When we, as Crosswinds, when we sat down and we looked at just our top ten school districts that are represented right now in just our church. And this is top 10. We have a lot more school districts represented. There are 16,566 students represented in those schools. Um, The goal for our students is that we believe at Crossland Student Ministry that these students can impact the lives of every single person they come across, every single person. And not just peer to peer, but also peer to little kid, um, but also and then peer to up, you know, peer to parents and stuff like that. And so when we take that, that's only our top 10 schools. There are 45 zip codes that are represented in our church alone. And so that number grows yes. tremendously. And we're not really even including much of the greater Rochester area either right. once we dive into Rochester. And so I say the importance of Crosswind Student Ministry and understanding why you should send your students here is that we want to be able to equip them and empower them. And the goal is, just as any, I think, parent's goal is, is to raise their kid to when they turn 18, to be able to go out in a world that we know is not necessarily going, to, well, it says it's for them, but we know it's not. We know that yeah. they're setting they're setting them up for not some great things. And so we at Crossman Student Ministry are going to strive in this these upcoming this upcoming fall and this upcoming school year. And it's not just going to stop there. We're going to strive to try in the best of our capability, and it has to include you, the parents, is to equip and empower each student to reach those sixteen thousand five hundred sixty six students. Because that's and it six, starts with their it starts student with the, yeah. growing in Christ. Yeah. And that, you know, give or take a couple hundred, that's sixteen thousand five hundred and sixty six families. Yes. Um you know, yeah, within our within twenty some miles of our of our campus, mm-hmm. this Canandaigua campus, you're talking to just under three hundred thousand people. Yeah, that's under, and we, and now that's a massive number. But I firmly, I've seen it. I've seen what can happen when a school or just a, a smaller community of students goes into a school or goes into a, a secular room. I don't know, whatever it is, it changes. Yeah. The culture can, will change. Um, I've seen, I played a lot of sports in high school. I've seen whole teams 
and their culture change because of one generation of student or students, a couple students coming in Mm -hmm. to that team. And it changes the course of the next decade because they've come in. So the the culture's now changed. The mentality's now changed. Just the love and care for another student or coach to student has changed. And so, you know, I guess I'll give you a big kudos if, 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 man, I don't want to push many buttons here, but I'll challenge that. Crosswinds, can't do it alone. Yeah, we can't. Um, we can try as hard as we want, and we will try as hard as we want. But the reality is that to be able to effectively reach every single family, every single person in that three hundred thousand that, and it it goes a lot higher once you start reaching out a little bit more more mileage. But the only way we're able to do that is if every single person is on board. Yeah. Not eighteen after. Every single person, which includes our sixth to twelfth graders. Yeah, let's 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 backtrack a little bit because we're talking about those who are committed to Christ, growing in Christ, homes that maybe have that solid foundation. But we have many families here who are new to Christ, mm-hmm. um, and and so you know they're seeking every week too. How how do we set this foundation? And for me, as I hear you talking, Ryan. What excites me is if, if you're trying to figure out how for yourself to grow in Christ and how as a family to grow in mm-hmm. Christ, this partnership offers opportunities yeah. for all of you to grow, for, for your home to be become a, a place of peace for Christ. Then af- what comes ha- after that is you're blessed to be a blessing, mm-hmm. right? Then that spreads out to your neighbors and the places where you're an everyday missionary. Yeah. And so it's a great invitation uh, to do that. Let me ask you this. Um, you know, things get busy, school year gets busy. Obviously, sometimes students can't come every week. Yeah. But talk to me about the importance of, of consistency within the routine of, of, of showing up and being a part of student ministry as mm-hmm. much as possible on a week-to-week yeah. basis. And I'll even start with this is we ask our small group leaders to be coming every single week because of that consistency portion. And so students, and I'll speak, so parents, you know, bring your students in for this part, is... The importance of you showing up every week is not, it is for you. It is for your relationship and to grow in Christ. But at the end of the day, the growth that you're going to experience with Christ is through your talk time, is through your time alone with God. That's that's really what's going to grow your relationship. We can give you everything under the book. We can give you as much food to eat as you can, but you got to eat it. So, but the importance of you showing up every week is I would, and I'll, I'll speak to the older kids right now. For this part is that you got sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth graders looking at you every single week when you walk through those doors. And and if you're walking in a mature, growing relationship with Christ, they're going to see that. But if you're not, they're going to see that. And I we encourage, we say this a lot to our, our 10th, 11th, and 12th graders, that the habits that you're starting now are the habits you're going to carry over into your adult life. And so if you're making excuses now as to why you can't go to church or you can't go and grow in your relationship with Christ, that's not going to change. It doesn't get easier. It's not going to get easier. That's going to and, – and matter of fact, you're not going to be – for some of you, you're being force-fed right now on how to grow your relationship with Christ. That's going to drop. That's going to that, – that force-feed is going to maybe pause or slow down a bit. And so the choices that you're going to make now are going to affect your future. 
And so then, so that's why I think you should be showing up consistently every week. But then for the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth, and you know, even, and, and it's really for everybody, but for the younger kids, like, this is going to set you up. Like, I am sad I didn't accept Christ or didn't get introduced to Christ earlier in my life. I didn't make huge mistakes. I didn't make crazy mistakes that, you know, sometimes I see teens get into, but I know I wasn't walking with Christ for a long time. And there was a lot of times when I was in sixth, seventh, eighth grade where I was like, I don't know what to do at all, at all. I don't know where to go. I don't know who to rely on. I didn't know what friends were close to. I didn't know nothing like that. And I would say that if I would have had a group of people, specifically in this case, Crossman Student Ministry, or in and, and my day, it was called Static. It was called, that was the youth group's name at, at First Western Michigan. But if I would have had a group of friends who would have, that I could have consistently seen on a weekly basis, and we were all focused on the same thing, which was hope to grow in something, to grow in Christ in this instance, is I really do think that it would have helped me in a couple of those areas as I started to get a little older, as I started to get into ninth, 10th, and 11th grade and 12th grade, when some of those more adult choices started to pop up and started yeah. to come in. And and sure, I had so many questions, 6th, 7th, 8th, 8th grade, but, but also on top of that, amongst the questions is, because you show up every week, you get that opportunity that not a lot of people do, which is to ask questions. It's a yes. safe place. It's a safe place you can ask those questions that you read on. And you're like, I don't. I just heard this in my school. What do you? What is this saying? What is this? And we're not going to have all the answers, right? And that's going to be. You're going to hear that a lot as you get older. Not everyone has all the answers. If they say they have the answer, they're lying to you. Right, because yeah, no one has all the answers. No one has all the answers. And but we so, do have a way of getting yes. those answers. And we have a way to find the truth, the true right. truth. And I'm hearing you say, too, that there's really a reciprocity about attending as much as you can, you know, yeah. the consistency. It's not just what I get out of it. It's also what I put into it, mm-hmm. you know. And when I was a student pastor many years ago, uh, Moses attended the, the student ministry I ran. <laughs> um, and when, when I was a student minister many years ago, we used to say, you know, it's easy when you get, especially now 11th and 12th grade year, to be too cool for school, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and so all of a sudden, you're the oldest in the group. Maybe you've been a part of the student ministry for years now. Yeah. And you get a job, you're in sports, a lot of things are going on. Maybe some of the games you once enjoyed don't seem to be as enjoyable anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the topics are topics you've heard before, right? Um, and, and it's easy to say, yeah, I don't know if that's for me anymore. And, and the reality of it is, first of all, yes, it is for you. Uh, it certainly is for you. Um, and and I, I, would, I would add this, and I would just encourage those out there who are maybe heading into those latter years of your high school career, if you will, you know, there's a reciprocity. And so when you were younger and you touched on this and, and older students were pouring into you, um, it's time for you to do that now. Yeah. So if you're growing in Christ and you have that walk with the Lord, maybe the question when you're driving to student ministry night isn't, what am I going to get out of this tonight? It's, what am I going to put into it? Mm-hmm. In fact, I'd encourage you, no matter where you are on the on the spectrum of not knowing Christ yet or knowing Christ, to come and say, what can I put into this? Yeah. You know, I, I, There's a theme with these fall kickoff podcasts where I've just been really hitting home this saying, you know, the old saying, it isn't working for me. 
um, is interesting because most things are not created to work for you. They're tools for you to work. Yeah. And so the things that you can uh, learn from student ministry, the, thing, the way that you can serve in student ministry, the way that it prepares you as you gather to scatter, you've got to work those things. You talked yeah. about it with time alone with God and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so I just encourage anyone out there, you know, as a student and as a, as a caregiver, parent, whatever, grandparent, to these students, to, to encourage them to stay consistent, to, to be a part yeah. of it, invite friends. You know, the, the, most, the, most, uh, the more committed you are to what God is doing in this ministry, it's crazy, but the more you're going to get out of it. Yeah. And so, you know, we gathered it, we gathered a scatter. And I think just that principle on, on, mm-hmm. on student ministry night is just, is just is as true as it is of anything yeah. else we do at, here at Crosswinds. And when you boil it down, I mean, consistency might be one of the most important things to student ministry because we're saying as a student ministry, we're going to we're going to be there every week. Barring snow days, barring, you know, what? We're gonna be there every single week. And so to the parents. You know, the consistency is also with encouraging your student to go and engaging in those active conversations with your student. Don't, and it's funny that I'm saying this because I was that kid, but when you ask your kid how your day was huh. or how student ministry was and they say good, yeah. don't just accept that. Yeah, push it. Push it a little bit more. Ask some questions. And, and the, students, give a better answer. Yeah. <laughs> and the one way, parents, I would say that you could probably push a little bit better is if you, if you, you know, really dug into some of the stuff that we may be off that we'll be offering to right. you because you'll be able to ask those questions. Well, I know you talked about this tonight, right? So how was that? Um, and then for students, yeah, give a better answer. <laughs> I, I was, I still kind of am the guy. How was your day today? Oh, it was good. Work, yeah. you know, it was work or whatever. But you know, and the true honesty is is starting, and we'll say it right now, starting with honesty now is going to carry it into your adulthood. Sure it is. Um, and we just talked about it a couple uh, a couple months ago at Crosswinds, which was, you know, the classic answer of, how are you doing? I'm fine. Well, maybe you're not fine. Right, right, though. right, right. Um, so be honest. Yeah. If be you're going to ask that open. question, ask it honestly. And if you're yeah. asked it honestly, answer it honestly. Yeah, and be, and be, and be consistent in your answers. And yeah, you know, I, I just, I, I love the student ministry here. Um, you know, I shared this in a couple of the other podcasts, you know, over nine years ago now, I was grafted into this church. And one of the things that attracted me so much and I've learned to appreciate is that this church, many, many years ago, it's over a hundred year old church, but many, many, I mean, we're talking generations ago, made a decision and said, we're going to invest in the children and the teens. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make some sacrifices as adults so they'll have space to meet, but they'll have budget money yeah. to, to, to use. And and um, I appreciate that so much, that Crosswinds, they, are, they don't see the children or the students as sort of the the up and coming generation, they are the mm-hmm. generation. God God has a purpose for their life, not just in the future, but today. Yeah. And I appreciate Ryan your leadership. I appreciate your leadership team, the ministry partners who are serving. By the way, if you're interested in serving, reach out to Ryan. Yeah. Um, step by the information uh, hub there, and 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 you know let him know that you're interested in learning more about that. If you're a parent, you know you connect with him, connect with his team. Uh, be ready for this year. I believe God is going to do something amazing 100%. in the lives of our students this next year. Thousand percent. And so I, I don't don't miss out on that. Don't miss out on that. Mm-hmm. And we have students, by the way, who have made some drastic decisions in yep. their life. They they've they've gone up to coaches. 
They've gone up mm-hmm. to to teachers and they've gone up to employers and said, "Look, you know, um, this night's important. Yeah, uh, it's a protected. I, I I need to leave at this time to get there." And it's amazing, first of all, how many places of employment, how many coaches have said, "That's that's we're 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 yeah. okay with that. Like if that's what you're doing, what we support you in that." We've actually had a couple of students who didn't feel supported, and they said, "No, this is more important." Yeah. And I will say, I was somebody who who had practice all year round. I was a three-sport athlete. Most of my practices got over before six. I will be really honest. I'll be really honest. Especially midweek. Especially mid- midweek. Uh, and I'm not – and you're looking at someone who obsessed about sports until he was like 23 years old. Most of them get over. And we have a couple students who prioritize – prioritize it enough that they'll come right after practice. Stinky and all, right? Stinky and all, because they know the value of it. And I'll I'll say, we're going to – and this will be my last point. But as I touched on it earlier, is we're going to give you spiritual food to eat. I promise you that. We're going to. And it's going to be fun. And it's going to be fun. Spiritual food, but fun. If you want to eat, you can eat. But if you don't, I can't make you eat. Yeah, I can't. But but I want we want to partner alongside the parents and the students. It's a whole thing. It's a holistic thing um, that the best way we can minister effectively to equip and empower our students is from parents to leaders to students and to peers. That's that's how it's going to be done. Um, well, Ryan, that's some powerful. So come words. hungry, yeah, come hungry. That's you great. Know? So come hungry. I, I love that. And Ryan, I do appreciate the the leadership that you're offering to this ministry. It has a long history mm-hmm. of of impacting students' lives, and uh, your team uh, for the hard work they put into it. For all the students who, by the way, serve yeah. in that ministry and yep. pour into their serve on Sunday mornings. Peers. Absolutely, serve on Sunday mornings all around this church. They're not the church of tomorrow; they're yeah. the church of today. And so uh, if you're listening, uh, man, uh, plan on um, helping students be a part of the student ministry. Allow the student ministry to partner with you um, and hold on, because I believe God has some great plans uh, through the student ministry this coming year. I encourage you to join us next week uh, for next week's podcast. These podcasts come out every single Friday. Remember to check out crosswinds.church. You can find out more about this podcast and all things Crosswinds, including the student ministry, mm-hmm. by going to crosswinds.church. But for now, as always, be blessed and bless others. Mm-hmm.